This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. The other day, while I was listening to the radio, I heard some old song lyrics, and it said, I'm going nowhere. Somebody help me. Somebody help me, please. Have you ever felt that way? I know I have. I've been at my wit's end trying to solve a problem on a few occasions. Funny thing is, several people offered to help, but I just ignored it. I didn't believe it would really be all that helpful. I'd already decided, made up my mind, didn't even bother to try what they suggested. I don't know, maybe pride or anger, maybe just discouragement. Frustration and lack of patience took over my thought process. Sometimes even when help's right there in front of our nose, we don't even recognize it or we're too strong-willed to accept it. We see this occasionally in biblical examples. Our help can come from the strangest places. Perhaps it may come from a child. Naaman, a captain of the host of the king of Syria, discovered this needful lesson from a little Israelite girl, a maid who waited on Naaman's wife. The maid heard of Naaman's condition of leprosy and spoke to Naaman's wife. In 2 Kings 5, 3-6 we read, And she said unto her mistress, Would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of this leprosy. And one went in and told his lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him from his leprosy. After the prophet Elisha was able to convince the king of Israel that he should allow Naaman to come, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that it would also allow Naaman to know that there was a prophet of God in the land of Israel, the king consented. So Naaman came with his horses and chariot to Elisha's house. He actually stood at the door of Elisha's house, but Elisha sent a messenger to receive him. The messenger told him that the prophet said, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and he would be clean. Let's look and see what Naaman's response was that we see in 2 Kings 5:11 through 12 But Naaman was wroth, and went away and said, Behold, I thought, He will surely come out to me, and stand, and call on the name of the Lord of his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farfar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. Hmm. He traveled all that way to be healed and then resisted the cure. But he was enraged. His anger could have been his demise. But his faithful servants told him. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then, when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean. Second Kings 5.13 It would be a simple cure. Maybe not the one Naaman expected or desired, but it was what God, through the prophet Elisha, told him to do. Is it possible that sometimes God shows us through His Word what He desires of us, but it doesn't meet with our thinking in the way we expected or wanted it to be? If so, we probably need to spend some valuable time in prayer and study, 
and bring our lives into alignment with God rather than expect God to fit His will into ours. Thankfully, Naaman listened to his servants who cared for him. They called him my father, a term of endearment. They came to his help and his need when he needed it most, and Naaman was thankful. When we ask for help, when we beg God to help, we need to stand ready to accept that which he's willing to give and do exactly the way he tells us in his word. God is our very present help in our time of trouble, Psalm 46, 1. But our help will require effort on our part to help, excuse me, our help will require effort on our part to help ourselves as we follow his instructions. There was another one who begged for help, and we can read of this in Exodus chapters 5 through 14, a very lengthy reading. His outcome was not like that of Naaman, though. He was Pharaoh of Egypt, and he had taken the children of Israel captive and made slaves of them. When God appointed Moses to request the release of the Israelites, Pharaoh demonstrated the highest degree of stubbornness that we may probably ever see. He refused to listen to God's request through his messenger Moses, the result of which caused devastating plagues to fall upon Egypt. Pharaoh called in his magicians to try to show Moses powerless but to no avail. In Exodus 8.19, the magicians tell Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh still hardened his heart. He should have listened to Moses and done the will of Jehovah God, called upon God for forgiveness. But would Pharaoh give in to the commandments God laid down so the plagues would stop? Nope. This ruler simply would not listen when Moses told him how he could put an end to the deadly plagues. He actually thought if he lied to Moses that Jehovah God would not show his wrath. It took nine plagues, and the last plague, the tenth one, the one that took the life of his firstborn as well as the firstborn of every Egyptian to cause him to do what, he had, to, what had to be done to alleviate the problem, to release the children of Israel. And even after that, after he told Moses to take the Israelites and go, he still persisted in his prideful ways, following after them to destroy them. But God provided protection for his children allowing them to cross over the Red Sea on dry land while the Egyptians, chasing after them, died, being swallowed up by the waters, probably Pharaoh himself even. Sometimes in this life we really are going nowhere, just frustrating ourselves because we're going in circles rather than looking carefully at the problem that besets us. We need to look inward and honestly evaluate why we aren't getting to the place we need to be. Are we living our lives as God would have us to do? Have we obeyed the gospel? Is our faith shrinking? Have we asked God for help, gone to Him in prayer? Are we slacking off in our Bible studies or our service to God? And if we need a helping hand, gone to faithful sisters in Christ and ask them for help? And if we have, did we truly listen? Maybe she or they have had some good advice. Two can be better than one. When one is weak, it's good to have another of like precious faith to help hold us up and encourage us. We need to use the resources our Father gave us for help. Pray diligently, study frequently, and let others help us when they need it. In doing so, we will be able to help them when they are having struggles. When we ask for help, both of us will study harder, share more knowledge, and grow stronger. Together, ladies, that's how we're going to get to heaven. Hand in hand, heart to heart, 
we can make our journey much easier and far more pleasant. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.